0: Check out the from the sky. Welcome back to Mornings with Mark Duffield on SEN and we have joining us on the show Bill Monaghan and of course the waffle gets underway on Good Friday this week and Billy Sharks have a big date with Destiny with Peel Thunder down at Lane Group Stadium this weekend. Bill joins us on the show. Welcome, Billy. Yeah, good morning, Duff. How are you going? Good, mate. Did you you take in the Derby yesterday, or do you have better things to do in the run into a a round one game?
1: The Derby yesterday, um, you know, hoping to see... What was going on with Fremantle, they moved, tried to move the ball a little bit quicker. So whether that's what Peel will do on the weekend, um, you know, I thought the game was up and down. Um, West Coast were really brave, but in the end, Fremantle had too many guns for them.
0: So you actually do that, do you? You, you look at the AFL team and think, OK, this is what they're going to try and do at waffle level. That, that, that often translates?
1: It, it does. Um, sometimes it's not. A perfect replica, but, you know, if they're trying to, let's say, kick the ball around in the back half or run hard off half-back, you're trying to identify, you know, players and systems that will be the same. Um, our reserves fundamentally try to play the same as the seniors. There's a few little tweaks that we don't expose in the in the reserves. Um, so, you know, you make the assumption that Fremantle are the same and then you're looking at, well, who's playing well, who's not. You know, who might come down, you know, if Fife's available next week, will that push Amos out? You know, things like that, just trying to work out what, what Peel's side will look like. It's a little bit difficult. Um, We're Friday. They probably fly on Friday. They're in Adelaide for two weeks, West Coast. I mean, Fremantle. So it's a, it's a really strange situation to try and work out what the side will look like.
0: So... In, if we go off what Fremantle tried to do yesterday, then maybe go quick is going to be the thing, and you're going to have to defend that. Yeah,
1: that's the way football's going. I think the very best sides in the AFL, and you know, I think without you know pumping us up too much, it was something we really worked on last year and West Perth run the ball really well from half-back. I think football's trending that way. Um, Scores might not necessarily be going through the roof, but I think there's been a little bit of, you know, increase in scoring, the stand rule, the 6-6-6 rule. Um, playing on from fullback these are all rules that have been put in place to hopefully increase scoring and, and make it a little bit more exciting for the fans so you know, we work hard on trying to move the ball quickly it doesn't always translate to that on game day and as you've probably seen with West Coast in round one and Fremantle in round one or two I'm sure they've tried to move the ball faster and sometimes the opposition just defend well or, or things don't go your way but I think both sides yesterday in the derby tried to move it a bit quicker
0: yeah, and it's it's all about winning clearances and getting field position too, isn't it? If you uh, if you are shifting it from the midfield, it's a lot easier to do than shifting it from deep in defence. And and to that end, you have uh, or you're going to have a pretty big bodied midfield this year, aren't you?
1: Yeah, look, we've been able to add uh, Harry Marsh and Tom Joyce to that. Um, Fraser Turner, albeit an outside mid, he's probably one eighty seven, one eighty eight um, centimeters. Ex Richmond. Um, you know, on top of what we already had, and and whilst Marsh John O'March is out for a little while, and Cody Leggett's unlikely to play round one, um, you know, they're they're two guys who can also go through the middle as well in a in a pinch hitting type way, probably like a probably more like a Jake Springer type. Um, but you know, getting your hands on the ball, we were soundly beaten in the two finals we lost last year through the middle. Um, you know, some of that was personnel, some of it. Um, might have been coaching, some of it might have been, you know, not rising to the occasion. So we're you know, something we worked on hard throughout the summer.
0: Tell us about Tom Joyce. He's an interesting player. He was at West Coast last year but just couldn't get out there with that ankle. So how's he how's he scrubbed up and, and what he what are you looking to do with him?
1: Yeah, Tom's an interesting one. Having watched Tom played a lot of junior footy, um, the same age as my son, so played a fair bit of footy against him. Um watched him in Colts before he got injured. He's an exceptionally talented player around the ball. Um, his hands and his clearance work is you know, will be as good as anyone else in the waffle. Um, just hasn't been able to play footy for three or four years and it's been really disappointing. So he's had I wouldn't say he's had an uninterrupted preseason, but it's been a pretty good preseason. He's covering the ground pretty well. I think he led our clearances last week. So it's just probably getting the balance between, you know, what his strengths are and can he can he be used to release some, some runners, you know, a Baskerville or a Harry Marsh or a you know Schoenfeld on the outside. So um, he's not overly big but exceptionally good with his hands on the inside.
0: You mentioned John o. Marsh not being available. When do you expect to have him back?
1: Yeah, well he's he got a suspension from last year which rules him out of round one and then he he had the same sort of brain fade in in a practice match, so he misses round two as well. So, look, uh, he's he's available for selection round three. Um, obviously, that'll be dependent on how we're travelling, um, how he how he trains over the three or four weeks he has off. But you know, he's he's as dynamic and explosive as any player in the, in the competition, and you know, disappointingly for him, he. He needs to learn to pull his head in a little bit and and not you know do what he's done on three or four occasions now. And as soon as he's ready and up and firing, we look forward to having him back in the side.
0: He does give you a lot of X factor, doesn't he? Forward of the ball, he's just such an incredible athlete. So it'll be uh, you, you look a more dangerous team when he's out there.
1: Yeah, believe, you know Hugh Dixon back and and we can get a full season or close to a full season out of Dylan O'Reilly. Um, I think. Late last season, when you know our personnel up forward ran out, um, he was the man in the forward line, and he was basically the only man. So um, hopefully, it's a third or fourth tall. He's going to be really difficult matchup. You know, clubs are going to have to decide. You know, O'Reilly, Dixon, Marsh, Leggett, which one's the, the priority, and and whoever maybe gets the third or fourth defender, we're, we're hoping can and hurt opposition when they're all up and running.
0: Dylan O'Reilly, you mentioned. Tell us a bit about him because he was at Fremantle for a short period of time. He was probably drafted a little bit prematurely, I thought. Um, what are you expecting from him and, and where will
1: you use him? Yeah, Dylan's a natural forward. I know when he was on Fremantle's list and um, when he first came into the senior squad, we used him down back a little bit, but that was mainly a a work rate, um then trying to get him to understand how hard, you know, good forwards work. Um, so, look, he's, again, he's exceptionally talented. He's He's got a great set of hands and he's a really good set shot on goal. So, um, he's been a little bit of a slow burn through the preseason as well. He's done just about everything. Um, he had some issues with his back, which goes back to 14 or 15. He'll tell you he was a tear-away fast bowler and a big-hitting mid, um, mid-order mid cricketer until he had a stress fracture in his back at about 15 or 16. So he had to give cricket away and, and that's kept posing problems over the last four or five years. But, you know, he's in really good nick at the moment. He's slimmed down. He's moving across the, the ground really well and you know, hopefully in tandem with a couple of our other big boys up forward, he'll be able to create some headaches for the opposition.
0: How's Hugh Dixon looking? He's a very talented player. We know that he's a very smart player, but um, sometimes doesn't give himself the best chance with his physical preparation.
1: Yeah, he's a funny one, Hugh. When he trains, and um, he's a really good trainer, pushes himself hard. He's in really good nick. Um, you know, huge. You know, I guess there's question marks over his off-field behaviours and whether that lines and stacks up with the AFL. Um, look, he's still only, you know, relatively young. At, I think he's just turned 24, and I wouldn't completely rule out that he still get a chance at AFL level if he can just, you know, get on the park. You know, we we expect him to be a 40, 50, maybe in 60. Um, goal a year player at our level. Um he's a ripping fella, Hugh. He just he's just, you know, hasn't been able to commit properly to the AFL programme and he's found himself spat out the other side twice. So um you know, it's constantly learning for him. But you know, if if you ever met Hugh and watched him at training and stuff, he's he's a ripper.
0: I have met Hugh. I've had a few beers with Hugh at the Federal Hotel down in Fremantle, which may be a bit of part of the problem, Billy. I reckon he likes being at the Federal Hotel down in Freo. Um, He's a a ripping bloke and uh, loves his footy and and loves his social life as well. So hopefully he has a good year in front of him. Billy, thank you very much for joining us on the show. Good luck against Peel this weekend. I think it's going to be a really even competition this year, which is going to be fascinating to watch. And um, hopefully the Sharks give a big yelp.
1: Thank you very much, guys. Bye.
0: Billy Monaghan, coach of the East Fremantle Sharks. Of course, they will be playing Peel Thunder in round one of the Waffle. Big round one of fixtures coming up in the Waffle starting on Good Friday. We'll take a break and we'll be back after the break.